Samuel McNeil, a 10-year-old boy in the town of Manistique, Michigan, a small rural village located in the Upper Peninsula, Midwestern United States. A weekend with family he would never forget, but not how you would think. Instead of creating memories, he fell victim to the process of creating fear. It's spoopy season. What if that was a real ghost next to you right now? What's next? There's nothing next to me. Yeah, ghosts aren't real. Hmm. Unless they are. Oh, shit. You really (laughs) threw that twist in there. But first, we have to talk about ghosts on Mars, dude. Wasn't that a movie? Who are we? James, Joe, (laughs) Joe, and Sam. Where's James? Is James the name of the ghost? That's my ghost. Okay. It's my ghost, bro. Welcome to the Palm Tree Patio, everybody. It is September fucking... 17th. 17th already? Jeebus. 2020. This year is not getting any shorter. It's not getting any longer either. We're just kind of stuck in this weird purgatory. Anyway, today (laughs) we're going to tell some crazy ghost and alien stories. But first... There's life on Venus. There is. No, there's not. There's traces of life. There could be signs that life may may exist or may have existed. Is that what it is? No. It's some kind of gas in the atmosphere. It's that- the, the gases that are being emitted uh, generally <laughs> come from My living butt. organisms. Okay, go on. Uh, they're saying that there are traces and it could be. But the craziest thing about everything, like we said before the show, is that this is probably one of the most important scientific discoveries of all time uh yeah life on other planets like this this might be the definitive proof here but nobody gives a fucking shit dude there's blimps in jersey (laughs) you gotta look at your blimps in jersey and who's running for president what this says right now is that life may be more common than we uh, initially expected if there is any living organisms in our solar system mm-hmm. no matter how big or small mm-hmm. i would say that it raises probability up to the 99.9 oh, yeah. percentile oh, yeah. of other intelligent life because venus is the most inhospitable place in our solar system not including like pluto or the gas giants because they 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 have theories that you could still live in the clouds of jupiter mm-hmm. like if you had some sort of like floating city or whatever um but the fact that you know this life is exists on on you know this planet that cannot you know uh we sent a satellite there i think in the late 70s and it only took like two or three pictures before they just fucking melted yeah and that was the only thing we were able to get back from there's no actual like surface right no it's, it's just a ro- gaseous? no it's a it's a it's a rocky planet uh, it's the same size it's roughly the same we're size we're still talking as about earth. venus right? yeah 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 okay. it's roughly the same size as earth is it Mercury? Mercury is... No, Mercury's rocky. So the first four planets are rock, rocky uh, planets. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. They're rocky, all rocky one through four. Rocky <laughs> rocky four. And then once you get to rocky five, it's uh, the jovial planets, Jupiter, Yeah, and the Saturn, worst movie of Uranus. all. Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember it. I don't know either. But anyway, but yeah, so it's very exciting, especially to nerds like me, where it's yeah. like, 
shit, this is this is great. This just further validates everything that you know a lot a lot of what we talk about here on this show and a lot of what yeah. we talk about in our personal lives. It's very exciting, but the distraction is there because of what's going on in our small little fucked up corner. Yeah, and I mean, there's definitely people who are interested, but there there is a disconnect right now because there's so much going on with quarantine and coronavirus elections, and election and- year, and that they're like slowly leaking this information to people and everyone's just like well it's not affecting me right now right. and other stuff is right so why do i care about that it's insane to me it really is i mean everybody should be like yeah i mean maybe not everybody maybe it's did you think that looked like a ufo or did it look like a blimp the girl driving across the freeway yeah uh, i've seen like four video different videos of it apparently thousands or tens of thousands of people saw it i think they're here dude there was a helicopter around it like one video had like a helicopter flying around it. Mm-hmm. Did oh. they did they get any photos from the helicopter? No, because it's a blimp. <laughs> I think it was like confirmed a, a Goodyear blimp. Uh, yeah, hard but to I, say. Or or they just wipe the slate. Like, hey, everyone, it's a blimp. Don't worry about it. Um, what you experienced today was a simulation. Um, if everybody could just direct their attention to this the wand, black. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just wipes him. No, I mean, there's. <laughs> there, he's like, you're in Jersey. Go get Wawa. <laughs> Everyone just storms Wawa. I definitely think the information's there, but it's being suppressed in a way. So these videos are probably real. It's just the same as like, oh no, it's just a weather balloon. You know, when they found the crash at Roswell. Like everyone was confirming yeah. what it was, and then like four months later, they're like, J.K., it's just a weather balloon. Well, how many people are there? Because at a certain point, you would see a blimp come down mm-hmm. or turn mm-hmm. or do... Like, who is... The, nobody's, like, made a post like, I was there, I saw it, it was not a UFO. Yeah. Matter of fact, I feel like it's not even being talked about anymore. It kind of just went away. Yeah. That's how these things work. I snoped it, snoped it, and uh-huh. it said it was a confirmed blimp, but... Because there was, like, a game or something. I don't know. A game? I don't know. In quarantine, bud. Yeah, Giants game. Are they playing like? Are they playing? I don't know. Baseball games or? Oh, football. Sorry, I thought you meant like Giants. I don't know what game it was. I wasn't paying attention. There's basketball going on right now. Basketball's in a bubble, though. It is the bubble. The bubble. Where's the bubble? Uh, Orlando. Oh, nice. Disney World. That's sick. Yeah. Ooh, we got spook- some stories spoopies we got some stories uh we got some stories here for you um sam has a very interesting and i haven't even heard it so i don't even know if it's interesting so i could be lying at this point in the show it's extraordinarily interesting because i am the type of person who looks for answers always yeah and i don't read into ghosty ghostly spiritual things you don't go with like your emotion i immediately stuff. go to like what is the explanation how did this happen sure what could it have been mistaken for right both of my situations that i had found myself in one multiple times Mm -hmm. in the same place Mm -hmm. in one one time very very vividly Mm -hmm. unexplainable completely unexplainable i also have a similar story uh so yours involves ghosts or both are ghosts both are ghosts mine is more alien in nature it's I the think. spoopy edition i think yeah spoopy edition uh se- spoopy september <laughs> spoopy september <laughs> spoopy speps i uh i'm trying to articulate my words <laughs> <laughs> well fuck that up never mind i'm trying to articulate my words nobody gets me all right sam let's get into your story bud all right you had so, the first intro so let's go into vivid detail 
the vivid one first. This, okay. So I should have prepared better to tell this story. Yeah. I've told this story a hundred times. We had a different topic we were going to go with today, but we were both kind of pieces of shit about it. So Yeah, I forgot to do research. I started to do research on it and then I didn't find exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. So I gave up. <laughs> I have I have I brought over some whatever. We'll we'll focus on it next week. Yeah. I, I just link me to what you got. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's time for spooky stories. I don't know why I turned into Dracula. There's no Dracula in my story. Well, he could be there. <laughs> he could be the mod. Alright, so let me set the scene for you. When I was growing up in northern Michigan, um, I had a lot of cousins, like a lot. If I counted them, if I had to guesstimate, it would be like 10 to 12, something like that. I think that's just like a Midwest thing because I also have like 15 cousins. I also have like six aunts. Yeah, so, same. My, yeah. Yeah. Big family. My dad had uh, three sisters and a brother. So. Yeah. So something that happened from time to time, and I'm sure anybody with a big family can you know relate to this, you have big group sleepovers right so um the the aunt and uncle that i their house that i was staying at this was an old old house it was like 100 plus years old so we're talking victorian era extremely old super drafty creaky floors creaky everything and i didn't know this when i was a little kid yes of course basement Basement. so was it like a cellar basement or a finished basement you know what actually no basement crawl space crawl space okay yeah yeah but yeah, it would have been creepier with a basement. Right, but right, right. I don't think they had a basement. If they did, it was like unused just for storage. Storage, and stuff. yeah. Actually, I think they did. They had something weird in the back of that. I don't remember. Either way, this house is old, and I didn't know this until years after I found out. I was talking to my mom about this ghost story, and she was like, "That house was like a hundred, hundred ten yeah. years old." It's got like some, it got some demons. Lots of people live there, etc. Yeah. So. The house, the the aunt's house that I was staying at, they took advantage of having this giant sleepover and they took off for the night because all the older cousins were there. All of the kids are in one place. Everybody just watches everybody else. Yeah. And they were like, you guys are going to have a movie night. Like Mm -hmm. stay down, stay up as late as you want. Watch movies. Mm -hmm. Cool. Awesome. Sounds great to me. The best 10 year old shit you could ask for. Yeah. So um, everybody's down in the front and we're all watching movies. I couldn't tell you any idea of what movie we were watching um but we were watching movies and i started to get tired and so i say to my cousins my two cousins who are close in age to me i'm like i'm getting tired like do you guys want to like hit the hay and the two other young cousins were like yes we'll call them it's John yeah. <laughs> from the other podcast. Shout out to John. Uh, in my head, I'm trying to think, like, come up with fake names quick. I'm like, nobody's going to care. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So John and his brother, we all go up. We're all sleeping in the same bed because, mm-hmm. you know, bed space is hella limited when you got 12 kids in three beds. Yeah. Some of them are sleeping on floors. First come, first serve. We got up to the guest room. Yeah, and big we, kids get the beds only, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and we, we're laying up there and we're doing what 10-year-olds do best. We're Fart. Cracking and, jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Making each other laugh super hard, super hard. Well, me and John are going back and forth talking a bunch. And Mike Mike is his brother, is the first to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's completely knocked out, like mouth open, necked out. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Me and John are sitting there talking. So how old is John? We're both same age. Like ten, eleven. Okay. Yeah. And so, Mike is how old? 12, 13 12, okay. max. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so 
it starts to taper off the conversation. It starts to get quieter and quieter and quiet. You know, you mm -hmm. get more tired and then mm -hmm. five minutes goes by and you're like, nah. Yeah. And then, they, you know, it just, it, it's silent and someone cracks a fart and then you start laughing really hard yeah. and then you just pass out. Until someone sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The intent is rad. So, <laughs> dude, it really is. Yeah. So it gets to the point to where there's no more chatter going back and forth. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I need, this will work. So we're sitting there, we're sitting there, or laying there rather, mm -hmm. about to go to bed, and from the room next to us, I hear this. Sounds like Mike found the penthouse and was wrinkling the papers. Just <laughs> getting after it. Anyway, I hear I hear paper crumbling and of grown man's voice. Okay. Going like 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 he's pissed off is what it sounds so like. So this to me. was the this was the pre-internet version of finding the right video. <laughs> yeah, he's in there just jacking to a He penthouse. just can't find the right page that he's on. He's like, I don't <laughs> like this one. I knew I saw something in here. Right. Yeah, but so the way the upstairs is laid out, you go up the stairs at the top of the stairs, the very top of the stairs, to the left is an old, old bathroom with okay. like a porcelain tub sure. only. With it's, legs on it and stuff. Dude, yeah. right out of a like scary movie. Sure. Immediately to the right is my cousin Robbie's room. In the corner of the top of the staircase is the room where the noise is coming from. That's my cousin Rob's sister's room. Okay. Straight ahead is the guest bedroom. Does that make sense? It kind of does. There's so like this a is, kitty corner room. So this is a very old Victorian era. How many bedrooms? Like six? There's three upstairs. The guest room is very small, probably smaller than this. Okay. Okay. Downstairs is one more bedroom and three like, no, in no, two, two more rooms, a living room and like a common area or that whatever. connects yeah. right to the okay, kitchen. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, because a lot of those old homes have just those connecting rooms that aren't really rooms, anything. They're yeah. they're too big to be dining rooms, but they're like not quite big enough to be a bedroom. But that's you what know? it was yeah. too. Yeah. So we hear this noise. Me and John, I hear it. I don't know if John hears it. I just I hear it, and I know that everybody's downstairs, mm -hmm. and there's nobody in that house with that deep of a voice. We're all kids. The right. oldest one is probably fifteen. Mm -hmm. And this is like a man voice, right. like it's bassy. It's, it sounds, it sounds bad. And it, I mean, Michael Clark Duncan's in the in the guest room. Yeah. Hey everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he touches my balls, and I <laughs> and then he, there's flies everywhere. Green Mile. I like your reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I I'm hearing this. Nobody's upstairs. We came up alone. I mean, there's 10 of us, whatever. And the adults are just gone. They're gone. No one's fucking with you. Here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They're totally gone. So I know everybody's voice. It's my family, mm -hmm. you know. I know that everybody's downstairs. So immediately I'm in, I'm panicked because mm -hmm. I know something's in there. Right. I don't know if it's a thing or a person or, I know it's not one of us. Sure. Nobody that's supposed to be in there is in there. Your fight or flight's going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just go, I go, John. Do you hear that? Yeah. And I was like, fuck. So John was awake here at awake. the same time. He heard okay. it too. He was just too terrified to say anything. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was absolutely terrified. So I'm like, I'm now in my brain, I'm going like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. What do we do? What do we do? And I'm like, wake up, Mike. We got to wake up, Mike. He's older than us. He'll know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I start, I start shoving Mike's shoulder and he's bobbling around right. like a freaking bobblehead. Yeah. 
not waking up. Not waking up at all. And he's I, dead, dude. You would wake up yeah. if I was shaking you violently. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And you had just fallen asleep. Right. He's not even in deep sleep. Right. So what do I what do I do? Is I grab I grab his arms with my fingernails mm-hmm. and I start pinching him. Is fuck it, dude. And I was a strong ten year old. I played yeah. sports. I was like But you were also scared too, so I'm sure it was like one of those like you know Maybe dude just digging I, talons in, bro. I was scared, but I wasn't like I wasn't like incapacitated. I I was ready to. I, I could have fought somebody. I'll say that. Like you I thought been you like, could, ah! but you're ten. Yeah, I was so. ten. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm pinching the skin between my. I can feel it. His skin between my fingernails, and mm-hmm. I'm like trying to hurt him. Yeah. At this point, like, wake. Why aren't you wake? Dude, nothing. Yeah. Does not wake up. Completely out cold. So me and John are sitting there. I'm on top of Mike, basically. John's next to him. So I'm like looking at John. I just lay back down and still I hear crumpling every couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm just a ghost looking for that nut, you know? It's something, dude. So I go, John, on the count of three, we run downstairs. Okay? And he goes, okay. And I go, one. And right before I get to two, John fucking takes off downstairs and leaves me. And I, dude, I froze. Mm -hmm. That is when sheer panic hit in. Right. Because I was like, I was frozen with fear. Right. I could not move for like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. I was like, like breath left me and everything. Mm Because I was like, now I'm alone up here. Fuck you, John. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I've never, I never forgot, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You're in trouble, dude. (laughs) So... I finally muster the courage to dude sprint down these stairs so fast, yeah. so fast. And I did, I bl- I did blinders like a naked chick could have been to my left, and I would have missed you it. You wouldn't like, have looked. I was like yeah. down yeah. the stairs, and I ran down there. And for some reason, I have no memory of how the rest of the night went. Mm-hmm. That's like where my memory, dude, steel door just. I don't remember if I stayed there. Yeah. I don't remember if I went home. So you literally have no recollection after going downstairs. Zero. Getting out of bed and starting to run down the stairs is the last memory I have. Wow. After that, completely gone. I have no clue what happened. What do you think happened? I think maybe I stayed up later and then we all slept in my cousin Rob's room together because there was like six or seven of us boys there. Okay. But I could have also have just been so scared that I remember, oh, you know what? I think I remember begging them to take me home. Somebody take me home because we lived really close, like right. three to five minutes away. Where were all the adults? Just out? I don't know. I think my the cousin that I was staying with, his parents, they were just taking the night out on sure. the town or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they usually had to watch kids. And with the older kids there, you know. So what do you think it was? I've tried to rationalize this so many times in my head, bro. Like I've tried to think of every possible th- was there any way for that anybody could have accessed that room without getting inside the house through the window? But it's a old two story. That's what I mean. So it's is, like is there is there like it's do they have like the, the the garden gate where you can climb or whatever? No, it's just know? a plain face. Okay, but dude, my cousin who lived in that room, she had a freak out one night mm-hmm. that she saw a head in her window from outside. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. Just like a floating head or like... Like a person looking in her window. But it's two stories up and it's facing the main street. And there's no, there's no like, um, like roof that you can get out on from that window. No, it was a flat front side of a a house. Yeah, so somebody would have needed to like get a ladder. A ladder and open the window and be in there doing whatever. 
baiting to that to that penthouse yeah, that they found, dude. Yeah, he it's found a, it in the woods. It's in a girl's room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. So I have no explanation. I wish I did. Do you think you suppressed it? Do you think something happened to you? <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe I just made up a story. Maybe. <laughs> no, I have a pretty vivid memory of that night. Except when it comes to trauma, bud. Yeah, maybe I need to see, seek therapy. Maybe. Hypnosis. Try hypnosis and see if they can like dig it out of you that way. Yeah. I don't know if I subscribe to that, but like it's interesting. Do you maybe just make stuff up? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Just start connecting weird dots. I heard this there. ghost just fucking pounding his ghost meat in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> it's all starting to make sense now. Yeah. No, it, it was just a horny ghost. It wasn't a ghost pounding his meat. <laughs> it was Mike. It was Mike. <laughs> That's why Mike didn't move because he was just embarrassed from dumping a load in his sister's room. I thought you guys were asleep. Yeah, I didn't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> so that's my main, my biggest main ghost story, and I have seek, I have seeked, sought, sought, I have sought out ghost experiences after that mm -hmm. to no avail. I've gone to like really old cemeteries. There's this. A cemetery where I'm from called Ogant's Cemetery. Mm -hmm. It's basically in the middle of the woods. It's a very, very, very tiny town. It's old, old cemetery. And me and my brother uh, and his friend used to go there at like two in the morning mm -hmm. and just turn all the car lights off and just chill and listen and look around. You could only see from the moonlight, you right. know? Never saw anything. And I mean, it's like a hardcore old school cemetery. Right. Do you think cemeteries are sort of like beehives for spirits because i don't believe that because if the when the body dies you don't die in a cemetery well they say the soul leaves yeah or attaches to things there's sure. all kinds of but things. like why would why would a soul attach to this body? plot of land that or it's, bo it's the physical body body yeah the yeah. body is just a vessel you don't need that once yeah. it's you know depending on what you believe of course but i don't know i'm not a spiritual person mm -hmm. so it's hard for me to say, like, you know, what actually a ghost could be. That's why I try to rationalize everything, because I just have a hard time thinking that ghosts have nothing better to do than just f feverishly, feverishly, like, haunt with buildings. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, the idea of ghosts is great. There are certainly spooky items and, like... Mm totems maybe you yeah. know like that annabelle doll that thing's creepy as fuck you think a house could absorb energy i think so too because based on the land maybe that it's built on or the history and the different energies that have been in and out of that house hmm. it's all just kind of like a big melting pot so yeah. whatever's sort of like manifesting i don't know man it, especially if it's like a hundred year old house there's generations that have been through there you know so are we gonna have incel ghosts at some point just fucking neckbeard ass. They come out and they're all yeah. hey, oh, hey. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, why is there no code? Red? Did you check my code red? <laughs> How dare you bring Baja Blast into this house? <laughs> this is a code red house. All right. So, so I have, I actually have one more little ghost tale for you. Let's and do this it. This is not not as long of one, but equally, if not more terrifying. Okay. Okay. So this happened around the same age probably a little younger i was probably between six and nine same area that you live in right same area five minutes away down the road in my grandparents house um that my parents when my grandparents passed away my parents took the house so we lived in that mm -hmm. um is it still in the family no 
No. No, it's not. It's old and decrepit. It sure. needs to be replaced. A liability, yeah. Yeah. Um, so me and my brother used to have share a bedroom, me and my middle brother. And he was on the wall that could see out the door into the front room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was on the wall that looked out the door straight. Is to this my also a two-story house? No. Okay. One, one story. So my room, laying in my bed, I could see my parents' bedroom door straight across. How close are your neighbors? Uh, neighbors on the right side were really close, and he actually committed suicide when we were kids living there. Huh. Yeah, my dad witnessed it. It was insane. Connection? Yeah, maybe. Go on. I think this is before he did that, though. Maybe Good. not. I don't know. Maybe it was him. I can't remember. <laughs> um, so Goddamn kids. I can't see out of the doorway. Mm-hmm. I just see my parents' bedroom door closed in front of me. But my brother can see out the doorway into the into the front room. Mm-hmm. We had this Windows 95 computer that we got. Top of the line. Dude, right when it came out, it was so sick. Pentium 2, baby. Playing Roller Coaster Tycoon on Shit. it. I was crushing it, dude. Making insane Microsoft Paint photos and boobs. printing them and using all the ink just boobs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just drawing microsoft paint boobs i was like i'm gonna make fire and my printer was like you're gonna run out of ink with one photo yep <laughs> you had no concept of like where anything came from you're like yeah. oh, my parents will replace this yeah i'm a running into 70 dollar cartridge I, i'm running into that now like having a kid he just has no concept of like money i'll eat all of these and that's fine dad will just buy more when i'm yeah. like what it's just a trip to the store right yeah like <laughs> That's anyway. what, it's time to give him an allowance. He's, Teach him the the value of a dollar. Well, he's had he's had his allowance. He just fucking spends it on bullshit. Yeah, he's all he, crates and stuff. But Fortnite. he's an, he's an 11-year-old boy. That's what you're going to do. Anyway, back to So, um So I can't see the front room, but my brother can, right? So I'm laying there one night and I hear this typing. Typing on the computer mm-hmm. and I go, "Brandon, can you hear that? And he goes, yeah. And I go, is there anyone on the computer? And he goes, nope. And that's all we said. Hmm. Okay. So that happened probably two or three times. Mm-hmm. And it was clear as day, the sound of somebody typing on that computer sitting in the front room to the point to where we told my mom about it. We were like, somebody is typing on the, and she's like, well, if there's any ghosts in this house, it's your grandparents and they won't hurt you. So I was like, okay. Grandpa was just pissed off with this new technology. I figured it out. Get this out of here. It's still terrible. The sound, though, I, dude, clears. If you, if we call my brother right now mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, you remember typing on the computer?" He'd be like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, very interesting. That's crazy, though, that you did mention that your neighbor committed suicide and yeah. he was closest to you, and all this sort of like really close supernatural the- stuff takes place in the same area. Yeah. Is there a history like in this town, maybe? There's a lot of suicide in that town. Why? Because it's a really small, poor town. Yeah. In in mid in the Midwest, it's so cold and industri- overcast. Just industrial town. What was what was the main import export? Was it cars? Paper. Papers. Paper okay. mill. Paper mill. Yep. Mine was uh, in Springfield, Ohio. It was Navistar, which is was an offshoot of GMC. Oh. So it was all oh. cars and, yeah. and and automotive and stuff like that. Yeah. No, we were. If there's no paper mill in that town that town is struggling right yeah so it's like the 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 old paper mills keeping this town in business it's an old logging town yeah yeah so there's definitely some crazy like yeah. vagabonds that come in and out of there looking for work 
Yeah, you know, I'm sure back uh, in, back in the nineteen early 1900s. Yeah, 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 just passing through, no identity. Just well, I just need to make living, need me make a couple dollars, move on. Yeah, hopping my, aboard the train. You my, know, my parents owned a restaurant in a hundred year old building downtown. This is the pizza's place, right? <clears throat> no, no, no. They owned like an American restaurant. Oh, I, I, for whatever reason, I remember you mentioning a pizza place. <laughs> I did work at a pizza place. Oh, okay. But, you worked at one. Never yeah. Mind. But the basement of that place, I never saw anything. Mm-hmm. But if there was some place you wanted to shoot a horror film, yeah. dude, it's a legit like stone, hand-built stone cellar with like coal shoots and like yeah. really creepy, really creepy. But I never saw anything. I feel like there. there's a lot of that in the Midwest too. And if you haven't experienced it, it's it's kind of hard to describe, but like... There are two types of basements uh, that you would have. Uh, you'd have sort of like the middle class families. Carpeted. Carpeted, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, even, the basements would have extra rooms in them or bathrooms yeah. or things like that. But on the flip side, there were the basements that were just brick. Yep. You know? My grandparents and had one. Also had extra rooms in them, but they were dark. It, the, the entirety of the basement was lit by one singular light yep, bulb. that was my grandparents. Um, but for us growing up, we, we would have punk rock shows in basements oh, and, yeah. and fucking just you know because they were already dank and dark yeah and we would just it's all concrete just spray it out with the hose if oh, it gets dude. gross and it would be nasty i remember i remember that this is way off topic but just because it's a fun memory kind of yeah uh, there was this punk rock show we were doing at my buddy davy's house and he lived on wittenberg campus right yeah um dominic and uh oh man they're gonna kill me for not remembering dame <laughs> Dominic and Dame lived to get, uh, with Davey. And, um, Dominic, Dame, and Davey? Yeah, yeah. All right. What's up, dudes? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt they listen. But uh, anyway, uh, so Davey was kind of like the guy. Like He was the cool, the rad dude. Uh, Davey had a graffiti crew that always rolled around with him. He was just yeah. a, a chill-ass dude, right? The last person on earth you would ever want to hurt mm-hmm. for any reason whatsoever, right? Yeah. And uh, so this particular night, we're down bro maybe 60 to 100 people deep i mean this is in the middle of a block party that happens on these college campuses so people were just like coming in and out of the house like oh shit this house has a fucking punk rock show going on in the basement right yeah anyway there was this cat so let me preface this is a very ghetto town that i grew up in (laughs) very ghetto right lots of uh lots of uh race crossing where some of the white boys don't think that they're white boys. Oh, you know what I mean. A little, a little cultural appropriation going on. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but this dude, and I forget his name too. I remember I went to high school with his brother though. Um, this dude showed up, and he was just like, he must have been like tweaked out. Yeah. Because he started a fight. So the gangster kids started a fight with the punk rock kids. <clears throat> Which, when you're in an when you're in an enclosed basement, yeah, with sixty to seventy punk rock kids, and you're only maybe three or four gangster kids deep, it's gonna get bad. You picked the wrong fucking fight to show up to, yeah. buddy. So what happens is this kid goes to swing at one of the punk rock kids. This kid is just I don't know. He does a backflip and like kicks off the wall like Spider Man or something. I don't know. But he winds up hitting Davy in the face. Mm. The record just yeah. Everybody down there is like. You fucked with Davey? <laughs> I have never seen somebody get their ass beat so much <laughs> in such a short amount of time, but also be able to just fucking like still fight. Like this dude was so twacked out. Yeah. 
I, I'm going to say we because I, I fucking chipped in on this one too. <laughs> oh no. We were kicking this dude in the fucking head. Jeez. In his fucking face. Dude, and I, dude I, was, I was maybe Did 17. you just admit to an assault and battery? I was 17 or 18, so it would have been expunged anyway. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> But uh, his shirt was lifted up, and I, he, he, while he was getting beat up, he's like, I'm going to shoot you all in the motherfucking head. His shirt lifts up. I reach for his fucking gun and just hand it back to whoever was behind me, and they yeah. take off while everyone continues to kick the fucking shit out of this oh dude, right? God. So eventually, all the punk rock kids like lift him up like fucking Jesus, like up the <laughs> stairs and out into the fucking parking lot where yeah. they just continue to beat their ass, beat his ass. My God. Um, so... The rest of us who were like underage at the time, we just dip out. We just yeah. run. We just take off. Uh, but anyway, basements and, in the Midwest. And, and, <laughs> and that guy's a ghost now. Yeah. <laughs> His fucking ass beating definitely haunts that house to this oh. day, I'm sure. But dude, that type of basement, mm -hmm. that's the type of basement my grandparents had. Yeah. And we would play down there and there was a furnace. Yeah. And like. Straight up, straight up home alone, dude. Yeah. Like when he's scared of the furnace. Yeah. 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 And he had a, yeah, it was a wood fire like mm -hmm. furnace. Um, he, for some reason, he had a bed down there. I don't know why, but we would screw around on that the bed. That was a J-O bed, dude. We, yeah. <laughs> We'd always get in trouble for jumping on that bed. Yeah, because it was crusty and just fucking... <laughs> so get off that bed. That's gross. Get off my crispy sheets. No, but there was uh, his his wood room mm -hmm. where he'd stack all his wood for, for the furnace. And, uh, this is it, his other wood room, it, buddy. It, <laughs> <laughs> the whole basement was the wood yeah. room. <laughs> this no, is my J.O. chamber. Welcome. <laughs> the uh, the wood room was empty at this time. It must have been summer. Um, and I remember we, we went in there, and some of the older cousins must have like closed the door and held us in. Complete darkness mm -hmm. in a concrete room, dude. It was terrifying. How fucking terrible were like, older relatives when All we were worst. kids just the worst so on one side of the family i was the oldest one yeah. uh, on my dad's side of the family i was the first grandchild right mm -hmm. but on my mom's side of the family i was fucking stuck in the middle right yeah but my aunts and my uncles were young mm -hmm. so they would fuck with me a little bit in like a fun sort of funny way you know yeah anyway it was terrible it's like definitely like huh in hindsight maybe maybe us as adults we have issues stemming from the jokes that our family played on us as children. Probably, I would say there's that definitely has a big part in it. Because that 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 for sure carries over into like what I do with Nikolai. I mean, you've seen even videos that I post, and you've been there when I just kind of like just scare the shit out of him. When yeah. he'll be walking by, I'll just jump up, Rah! and he's like, "What? Yeah, you know." That's just gonna scar me forever, <laughs> right? Dad. You don't think about it, but it's like, huh? Maybe I am just for, sort of like taking it, like chipping off his health bar a little yeah. bit. You know? like, <laughs> it's gonna hard cap at eighty five. Joseph Scott Strelsky, 20 years old, fresh off the boat from his hometown in Springfield, Ohio, to his new residence in Mesa, Arizona. A night of fun with friends quickly derails into a lifetime of terror and confusion. All right, mine is not quite a ghost story. The fact is, I don't really know what it is, okay? It's repressed memories. It's definitely a repressed memory, but you can ask anybody who I've told this story to. And I'm surprised that maybe I have told you already, but I tell this story the same maybe. exact time and I've been telling the story the same exact way ever since it happened. You probably told me one night when I was real soused. We were probably real soused when we were talking yeah. about it. I don't, and I, it's crazy that we never brought it up until now, I guess. That, um, that, 
forgotten first four-hour episode of the Palm Tree Patio that we recorded. Hammer drunk. Uh, shoot. I need to find that. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear it again. <laughs> I need to find it. Like, <laughs> I, I want to hear. Anyway. So, I was uh, I was talking with a friend the other night, and crazy, the craziest thing about it is I was already telling this story out of nowhere, and I woke up to a text message from you yeah. the next morning that said, hey, man, let's tell our craziest, like, encounters with, like, ghosts or aliens or whatever. And it, it just seemed, it just seemed like, oh, okay, Matrix, let's, you know, yeah. this is the next level, you know what <laughs> I mean? So... So I'm gonna um, I'm just gonna go for it, okay? This I this really happened to me. I, I believe it in my heart of hearts that this was a real thing that happened to me. So you were sailing in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. Uh, I've never no. I've never been there. The o- the Ohio Triangle. Shit, Ohio is just a fucking black hole where <laughs> if you, if you didn't get out by the time you were 20, you're still there. Yeah. But. You're still selling weed. You never graduated to selling coke. All right. Except for that, uh, that uh, what do they call those when you go on the boat? The big boat with a bunch of people and there's buffets. A cruise? A cruise? <laughs> you go on a cruise? No. No, I didn't go on a cruise. People from Ohio go on cruises is what I'm saying. People from Ohio just go to South Carolina and Florida only. Yeah. They're okay. like, oh, there's a beach. <laughs> okay. So, uh I was about 20, 19 or 20, I can't remember, um, but I, I had just moved back again uh, because I had moved back to Ohio for a girl, and uh, that didn't work out, so I was like, I'm coming back. No way. <laughs> so um, I'm living with my buddy Jake, okay, and Mesa, and uh, Jake was the type of dude to just kind of take in all the all the kids. Uh, he, he owned a venue, and... Um, we got in really early with him and, and Cody and my and our first band, and he just kind of became a lifelong friend from that point. But he, yeah. he always like helped out the kids who needed places to stay, who were like in bands and things like that. So he was kind of like the community godfather in, in some sort of way, right? Uh-huh. So I'm at, I'm living with him, and um, if anybody knows Arizona house architecture, it, it's basically all the same. It's a bunch of rectangular it's rooms. Just connected. rectangular rooms connected. Sometimes there's a sunroom, right? Yeah. Now the sunroom had uh, an enclosure to it, which connected to the backyard. So there was a door out of the kitchen, which went into the sunroom, which also held the laundry room and stuff. Right? Yeah. I had a I had a bed in that tiny room. Oh, nice. Right. Making and, making use of all the space. You sure. Can. Yeah. I mean, because there there had to have been it. There was like three three guys who lived there, plus Jake and his wife and his two kids. Oh wow. So this was a house f- just full of people. Yeah. And we were always partying and drinking. I mean, this was these were the days I wasn't legally old enough to drink at this point, but these were the days that I was like, "Oh, you're going to get beer? Pick me up a 40 of Budweiser." Yeah. Right? Like Yeah, I remember those days give myself. Me the, give me the Bud Heavy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm young and inexperienced. I don't know what I like to drink. I'm just going to yeah. drink what my dad drank, you know? Yeah. Um so so <laughs> You know, nights like this, we have fires in the backyard. Um, just a bunch of fucking animals yeah. that are living here, and there's no reason that it should be happening with kids in the house. Right. I'll say that for sure. You know, yeah. like lots of lots of sex, lots of just not not drugs. Uh, crazily enough, nobody was doing drugs, and I hadn't really like started experimenting back in the day. And I was super anti weed back then too. Yeah, like I hated it. Um, 
but just to kind of give you an idea of who I was, I was drinking 40s of Budweiser and smoking Camel Wide cigarettes. Nice. I was the coolest fucking 20-year-old you would ever <laughs> meet, okay? I just saw you and been like, are you from Ohio? <laughs> yeah. You know, I know you're from Ohio. Yeah. You're wearing Carhartts and you're fucking you're just smoking Camel Wides. <laughs> so it smells like you're smoking shingles. Yeah. It smells like an ashtray. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, we'd have bonfires that were huge. The fire department had to come a couple of times yeah. because the flames got bigger than the roof, right? And that's like a, an ordinance law in, in, yeah. in Mesa. Anyway... Uh, this particular night, there wasn't a lot of like debauchery going on. I remember this was actually like a more sobering night. Like maybe yeah, I had a couple of drinks, but I wasn't by any means like fucked up. Yeah. Because right? I keep going back to that, and 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 I and I I ask myself like, did I have this because I was fucked up? But no, I wasn't. Anyway, I remember laying in the bed. Okay, you're drunk. I'm not. Oh, you weren't. No. Oh, oh, I misheard that in my head. Yeah. You, are trying to rationalize the night yeah okay so you are sober dead sober okay dead sober um i'm laying in bed and um in this like sunroom which again is detached from the house and you always just hear the sounds of the city because you know the door wasn't necessarily like airtight or anything like that and it was always hot back there yeah but anyway i remember laying there and my eyes were were shut but i wasn't quite asleep and the next thing I notice is, so I'm tall and I'm laying on my bed, you know, just full on yeah. north to south, whatever. But my arm is hanging off of the bed. Okay. Uh-huh. The next thing I notice is my arm feels like it's being forcibly pulled in towards my body. Right. And I'm not doing this. Right. So think of like a Ouija board in some sort of like. I'm such a hypochondriac that I'd have been like, oh, I'm having a seizure. A muscle, <laughs> muscle spasm. Yeah. So I'm laying and I just feel my arm slowly being pulled in towards my body to run parallel with the length of my body. Right. Sure. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Exactly. I'm looking and, and I'm opening my eyes and it's looking like I'm underwater. You know, like how you open your eyes underwater. It's like super blurry. And you're panicking now. I'm not yet. Really? Not yet. Because I would be. Hold on. Not yet. Um, what are you thinking in the moment? And I'm thinking in the moment this is just a, a lucid dream. Right. Right. This is some like, uh, you know, that dream when you feel like you're not quite awake, but you're not asleep, but have you're you aware had, of what's happening, you know? Have you had sleep paralysis before? Never. 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 So it could have been, and you just don't know it. Because I've had it so many times that I've had sleep paralysis so many times and have had so many varying experiences with it mm -hmm. that I could see something like that being totally my sleep paralysis. I haven't had it. I hadn't had it before then, and uh -huh. I haven't had it since. Okay. So as I'm, like, trying to, uh, you know, like open and shut my eyes you know blink yourself awake or whatever yeah it's not getting any less blurry and my vision wasn't as bad then as it was as it is now i mean i was 20 years old or whatever yeah. you know i could still see yeah. fairly well without the assistance of glasses you know <laughs> um then i try to move this arm but this arm my right arm is already so i i, I'm, I look like i'm planking yeah right i'm on my back i'm planking i can still move my neck though right <laughs> So I'm doing, uh, so I'm like, it sounds like sleep paralysis, honestly. Well, I'd lift my head and finally I can see. Okay. Uh -huh. But what I see standing at the foot of my bed is 
undescribable. A gray? It's not a gray. No. It's this... It's uh, Let me pull up my phone because I had it right here. You're going to laugh, but you might actually love this because you're a fan. <laughs> it's Mega Man? It's not Mega Man. <laughs> it looks like the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Those hooded wraiths. Yeah, the, but here's the, the thing. Lich King. But here's the thing. It wasn't fully shrouded. Just its face was obscured. So mm-hmm. it was just this blackness around the face, so there were no discerning features that I could make out whatsoever. Yeah. It lifted its arms like this, as it like like a Superman pose, like it was flying. Okay. Yeah. The appendages on this thing were twice the normal length of any human Ooh, arms. Okay? I just got a chill. Yeah, that grosses me so, out. So, so it's about my height, six one, six two ish. Okay, but its arms are double the length. So this thing yeah. is fucking. It's, it's narnar, and it's long and. It skinny. should be playing basketball. It's not quite bones, but but it it has a sort of flesh color so like i said the face is obscured but everything else is kind of exposed yeah. so imagine like when you get out of the shower or whatever you drape a towel over your head and it's hanging over your body your arms and like now in a dark room sure yeah. but now in a dark a room except it's just so black like you can't even like you mm-hmm. can't even angle a shadow to figure out like what it is that you're looking at yeah right? so that's when i start fucking panicking yeah okay because in my head i'm like oh i'm still asleep i'm still asleep but I'm not. I'm I'm awake and I'm 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 physically and mentally aware yeah. of what is happening to me, okay? Mm-hmm. This is where it gets fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. The next thing I know, it's still standing there like this, arms mm-hmm. out. No sound? No sound. Hmm. It's not making a noise. I don't know how it appeared. It was just there. Okay. Yeah. The next thing I know, my feet start lifting before my head does oh so i'm like laying on my back as you would a pillow but imagine someone just picks your legs up and you're resting on like your the the nape of your neck or the back of your head yeah right then i'm just lifted all together but my legs are still much higher than where my head is yeah my head is still you know a few inches off of the bed but my legs are maybe a foot or two so i'm laying at this weird angle i'm laying at this weird angle but not at which you think you should be right because mm-hmm. like you know blood rushing to your head if it's if it's lower than your heart and things like that but i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel like any sort of like effects now i went to scream uh-huh but all that came out was <laughs> just that <laughs> right yeah i could feel my throat I could feel my throat moving. Yeah. And I could feel the motions of my body going through, you know, speaking and speech and like yeah. just how it naturally works, you know, the things that you don't think about. I can feel it, but it's just that there was no audible sound coming out of me. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I'm trying to scream. And I just feel like I'm strapped in, like a gurney. Like if you've ever been on a gurney, like you've gone, they strap your legs in and they yeah. strap your thighs down or whatever. Mm-hmm. It felt like that, but I was just so secure in my whole body. But there was no apparatus on me whatsoever. I'm just like being forcibly held or, or stuck in this position. And I can't fucking move. I can't scream, but I can still move my head. So I'm, I'm moving my head around trying to get a good look at what's going on but then all of a sudden my eyes just they start doing that watery thing again mm-hmm. and i feel tears like start streaming down the side right 
next thing I know I'm waking up or I'm just like coming to. Yeah. I didn't feel a sense of terror at that point after everything was said and done. I didn't feel like, you know, I wasn't like anally probed or anything or, or whatever stereotype you want to attest to it. Yeah. I don't know what this thing was. Subsequent years, I have seen weird things. Um, there was one particular night I was driving home with my girlfriend at the time. The mountain, you know, you see um, Squaw Peak is right there. Right? Yeah. We were driving home and we just see this fucking green just trail, right? It's not a comet because, you know, comets, they just they spark and they, they, they just fade out. Yeah. This thing was a pulsing sort of just line just kind of like moving extremely slow but it did have a tail attached to it it was this weird green that you don't yeah you don't see in nature i mean you see lights on planes and you're like oh whatever or if there's some sort of like weather the lights can look more illuminated than they actually are right or larger or whatever this was a clear night there was no moon in the sky. It was just this green trail. Just... And it maybe lasted, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds. And it was just gone. That's a long, long time, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, the following months, I developed this weird little ball <laughs> underneath my finger. Uh-huh. Right there on the joint. It just came out of nowhere. It wasn't an abscess. Because I tried to squeeze it and thinking I could, it's like a blister. Maybe I can just pop it. But no, it felt like there was a bearing. It's not the callus no. that builds on your... No, because I don't, I don't do a lot. Like, I'm not like a roughneck. I don't work with my hands in that regard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like pulling trees or like laying pipe or like hanging dry. <laughs> <laughs> or like, Sorry to hear that, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or hanging drywall. But, you know... I, <laughs> <laughs> You know me, dude. I'm a fucking princess. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not a, I'm not a roughneck like that. But this ball would, was just there. Mm-hmm. I went and I went and got it looked at, and the doctor's like, "Oh, it's benign. It's not. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, it maybe it's a calcium buildup. You know? Yeah. Nothing to be concerned with. We can remove it if you want, just for peace of mind. And I'm like, oh no, it'll go away on itself. It will go away on its own. Yeah." But it didn't. It stayed underneath my hand for like a year. And then one day, it was just gone. Yeah. Literally. It didn't go from like, it's it's full size. It was one of those things where you fidgeted with it a lot? Yeah. You knew it was there, so you were always kind of touching it? Yeah, I'm it. always like touching it. Like, yeah. like how I do with my rings sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Where I'll just like, you know, yep. the or anticipatory There's shit a reason or, why they say it sticks out like a sore thumb or you can't, you can't stop touching a sore tooth, you know? Right, right, you right. You just right. start always checking it. So I'm just like touching it. So this thing became a part of me after so long, right? And and like I was just saying, it didn't go from like large to medium to small. It went from there to not there. Yeah. Like just just like that. Okay. Alien tracking technology. That's what I was thinking. And then in of course hindsight is always the biggest thing that gets you, right? Yeah. And just thinking about where I grew up, you know, this small town called South Vienna, Ohio. Mm-hmm literally no sidewalks i mean like this is rural like we maybe got the roads paved once every five years yeah you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. it was just like that gravel road that they just threw some tar over top like well we're holding it together you know (laughs) yeah um but there were cornfields 
that were surrounding us. There was forest that was surrounding us. Like we literally lived in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Same with me. If we, you know, if, if, if I showed you, right, you'd Mm -hmm. be like, holy shit, dude, like a house on the corner in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. I always saw some weird shit in the sky as a kid. Me too. You know what I mean? I, I didn't believe a friend of mine. And he was like, no, every time you look up in the night sky here, you'll see something. Yeah. It depends how long you look. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whatever. We were hanging out. We're Now we're all outside of the uh, garage and we're all just watching the sky. And sure yeah. enough, dude, there's unexplainable light movement. You just, just goes. You just see, see shit. Yeah. And I've had this reoccurring dream. And it's one of those things like the story I just told you. I don't know if it was a dream because like I've had very vivid dreams and i have very vivid memories that i haven't held on to as long as as this has been a yeah. part of my life you yeah. know i can't say for certain what it what it was i don't want to jump to alien i don't want to jump to ghost who the fuck knows yeah but but what i deduced was and this is kind of me stroking my own dick here pardon me but uh <laughs> either yeah i am being tracked because you know looking back of like how long this has been going on throughout my life and like these weird sort of like experiences that i've that i've had or and my favorite one is i'm an actual fucking alien you are the alien i am the alien get out of my house (laughs) (laughs) uh no I, i mean yeah i have some crazy other side stories um the the restaurant the building that my parents owned. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of lied when I said I never saw anything in there. It mm-hmm. wasn't really that I saw. So I have suffered from, and I say suffered because it is suffering, mm-hmm. um, sleep paralysis my entire life. Yeah. And it, as a child, is terrifying. Mm-hmm. What you described to me is pretty close to the things that I would experience once, twice a week. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got very used to them. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of my worst ones when I first started experiencing them were I, I, my family lived above the restaurant we owned and this building was a hundred or so years old. Mm-hmm. It's that red brick building, right? Yes. Yeah. It's and down, those are right always downtown. just scary by default. Yeah. You know? It like, had the crazy basement. Yep, yep. Yeah. With the coal shoots and all mm-hmm. that from earlier. Um, my bedroom was in the center of this building. No windows, one door. Mm. Insane. I am 31 years old, Joe. I lived there when I was 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. I still have nightmares about that room. Yeah. I still will wake up in cold sweats dreaming about going to go into that room. I got chills right now just thinking about yeah. it. Going upstairs to go to, to our apartment, opening the door and seeing something walk by that bedroom door. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to go in there. Right. And I still have nightmares. One of the craziest sleep paralysis if, like experiences I had in that room, I fall asleep on my back. I did not want to be in that room in the dark. Yeah. Because it just creeped me out. So yeah. I would leave the Well, there's no natural closet. light coming in either. None. You know, Zero. There's no ever. windows. Yeah. Uh, I would leave the walk-in closet light on. It was iridescent. Those tube lights. I would leave that on and I would crack the door just a little bit. So just enough room to like, or light to see the room. Mm-hmm. So I close my eyes and I open my eyes and I'm in sleep paralysis. And I know I am, but I'm, well, I know now, then 
it was still kind of new, sure. weird kind of like, I knew what it was. But well, I, how do you process that as a child too? Every you know? time it happens, it's pure panic. There's right. no calm. Now mm-hmm. I can have it and I'm like, I can be kind of calm, but it's still pretty terrifying. Sure. Um, but this is early on and I'm in sheer panic mode and I'm laying on my back and there's a figure in the corner of the ceiling, just like that shirt is hanging up mm-hmm. there. And uh, he's got this giant fucking like battle axe and he's like a big fucking gnarly demon looking dude. It's techno Viking dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked like a Tekken character or yeah. like a, a, what are those games? Not Tekken, the other ones. Mortal Kombat? No, 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 no. Street Fighter? No, 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 the other one. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. With the... Uh, Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur. Okay, okay. It looks like Azeroth. Oh, okay. From Soul Calibur. Astaroth. Whatever his name is. Azeroth is World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Was that code red in my house? <laughs> but anyway, I see this dude. It's not that character, but it looks... It could be that character. It looks just like this gnarly, demonic fucking dude. And he reaches down, and for some reason, he's able to grab my leg from so far away. Mm-hmm. And he fucking rips me out of bed by my leg, and I wake up face planting in my walk-in closet. Bam! I was in, dude, insane, insane, like terrifying. As a kid, I was like, oh. "Okay, so let me ask you then. Yeah, you experiencing that as a child? Uh huh. What is the relativity to me experiencing what I experienced as an adult? Right? Well, I because was I was sixteen a, because I was aware." I was fully aware of what was happening to me the entire time. I literally saw myself hovering off of my... It sounds so fucking crazy, but I, yeah. I, I'm doubling down on it as I have this entire time. It, like, it, it happened to me, right? When, yeah. And whether it's, it's, it's something in my head that is, is forcing me to keep this memory or this experience or whatever, but, but what my friend was saying is she said, she's like, maybe that is... Because you know about I have terrible insomnia. Yeah. And... It's been a part that too has been a part of me my entire life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are they correlated in any sort of way? You know what I mean? Maybe not specifically that experience, but again, hindsight looking back, growing up in that small town where I always see shit, I'm thinking like, okay, there were definitely things that I think could have been real that are actually manifestations or things that I think were dreams actually took place yeah right because i remember seeing i remember waking up again this could be a dream i you know like and i'll use this loosely i remember waking up and going outside and looking up and just seeing this bright i'm talking bright like you're standing under a fucking spotlight i just remembered that and like i didn't grow up where seeing a helicopter was normal you know what i mean yeah i live next to wright patterson air force base so of course there was always weird shit in the sky based on that alone i mean you can do a deep dive into the history and they talk about having secret alien bases underneath even wright <laughs> patterson in ohio yeah we'll, we'll touch on that in a different episode but like i don't know man like <clears throat> i really want to believe because what's what's the worst that that has happened or could happen based on believing whatever was in my hand dude that thing was fucking real too people have actually physically touched it when i've told them this story and i've been like here feel that that doesn't belong to me. You that, know? that happened the night out, or you noticed it like the next day. Yeah. 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 That's scary. <laughs> Cause it was so obvious that you noticed it. And Dude. It just happened to be after that night. You that's could really... see it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll dig up a picture. I'm pretty sure I took a couple could pictures of it. Could it be something from stress? You know, just something that popped up from stress of 
busted blood vessel or something. I don't know. But underneath my finger? Yeah, I don't know. You know? It's weird. There are there are definitely like alien abduction stories where people talk about, you know, they put something Implants. in me and then yeah. people they they've actually found like these weird metals in people that like Yeah. that like weren't present there before, right? Yeah. Um and and not even of like natural origin. Like it's not even like a metal that was around you in your geographic area. It's like yeah. this is a metal that how the fuck did that get inside you? You know what I mean? It's creepy. So yeah, it was it was a, it was an experience, and to this day I can't explain it. But it's also one of my favorite memories because for whatever reason I can't shake it. It's yeah. just there. It's just a part of me. So yeah, yeah. I have. I mean, it's the same thing with that room for me. Yeah. Whatever that whatever that room. I never. I get. I have dreams, nightmares that I'm in that room, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get out. And every time I go for the door, it slams shut. I have that dream so frequently. There was some weird shit going on in my grandmother's house. I think it skews more towards the supernatural than it does like alien or, or otherworldly. Yeah. But my grandmother always told us, do not go into the closet that links into the attic. Don't go in there. My aunts, all, all of them, don't yeah. go in there. Don't go in there. Of course, I'm like, I'm going to go in there. <laughs> right. They swore that and my cousin, too. They swore that as soon as you open the door, they saw a fucking vortex. <laughs> Dang! Not dude. even like, not even like a, a like a spiral. You know, the white and the black. Not like that. But like, you see what my hands doing? Yeah. Like the after image. Yeah. They said that it was An like apparition. A, th- a three by three foot, you know, in diameter portal, sort of just thing that just spun. You could have went back in time and killed Hitler. Here's what happened. Okay. I opened the door. I didn't see shit. So. They're based on where they told me. And is it was it an unused area? I, I get, yeah, because the, there wasn't even much. If they said don't open it. There then... wasn't much in the attic, right? And I don't even think I've ever told my aunt this story. So Andrea, if you're listening, I apologize. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, I I walked in, and I didn't see anything. And I'm like, okay. So you walk into like this little room, and then there's like the steps that go up to the attic. Yeah. Right. But again, hindsight's everything. Thinking back about it now, my grandmother was a hoarder for sure, right? Yeah. Like she kept everything. I don't know how many times that we we packed up her house and moved, but there was so much fucking shit that my grandmother had. This attic, which is probably the size of this apartment, had nothing in it. Hmm. They didn't put anything in their attic. Wow. So like, yeah. That's I didn't suspect. I didn't I didn't see this fucking portal but knowing my grandmother's mannerisms and like how she saves literally everything yeah. there was nothing in this attic nothing yeah. like you, you look at movies where you you know you go into a creaky attic and there's boxes and you know storage and cobwebs and this and that no just an empty fucking wooden floor there was a window that faced out into the street and it was just blank there was nothing in there <laughs> That's suspect Joe Yeah getting Nana on the phone Nana is in heaven. Aww. <laughs> Rest in peace. Grandma. Nana. Um Yeah, I mean I could we could do an entire episode on my sleep paralysis. I have so many crazy I'd be crazy interested stories. To, I'd be interested to hear about that because like again, I, I've never experienced sleep paralysis. Ooh, before. we should do a sleep paralysis episode. I've never experienced it before or since. Only um insomnia and weird sort of like Oh. You know what's creepy about it? Hmm. This is one of the creepiest things about sleep paralysis, bro. It's contagious. Yeah. It really is. So, but... but it's like the game. 
so you know about it so now now it, you'll have it yeah yeah good throwback to last week buddy yeah it's a call back yo i'm gonna call you back so that's gonna wrap up today's episode we hope you enjoyed uh listening to our campfire tales here uh we don't have anything to plug i just want to remind you that in case your mind is playing tricks on you today you matter you are important you're loved and your presence on this earth makes a difference whether you see it or not Oh, that was very thoughtful, Joe. That's going to do it for this week of the Palm Tree Patio. I am Joe Strelsky. This is Sam McNeil. Bye! We'll see you next week. Bye!